0: And welcome to Ask Me About K-Pop, the essential guide for recent converts and seasoned fans alike. My name is Shannon.
1: And I'm Angelica. Hey girl, how you doing today? I'm pretty good. How are you?
0: I'm fine. We've been away, like we (laughs) said last week, we've been away, we've been out of it. Mm -hmm. And now I'm finally feeling like I'm sort of catching up.
1: Yeah, we've been <laughs> unplugged from yeah. like the, the news and current events. Yeah. Um, and so we'd like to take a little bit of time up top to just catch up yes. on some things that have been happening. So, right. what's at the top of your of your list?
0: Um, a thing that I wanted to mention, because I like when we have chances to call this out. Um, newest won their first music show in seven years. Yes. Congratulations, congratulations, that's always so exciting. And they are back together now. Yeah, they're no
1: longer waiting, they're no longer. <laughs> newest W their fifth member that was in 101 has mm-hmm. returned um, what is the name of the song that bet it's called bet 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 too' <laughs> bet. Was close um yeah I remember watching it and enjoying it
0: yeah I've been grooving to it a lot this week it like grew on me really really hard. Um I also really liked Deja Vu, so like I, think- I really
1: liked Deja Vu too and when we saw Newest W at KCON we were both very impressed yes, with them. They're very Plus good. Newest has done um a mashup with uh, uh, 17 before. They have Ooh. a song called Heaven. Really cool choreography video and it has like 20 people in it. It's madness, <laughs> but it's
0: really cool. That sounds great um yeah so bet bet by newest like early wreck in the episode i guess if you haven't if you haven't given that a watch or whatever Mm -hmm. it's like a good catchy song it has a really cool like whistle uh Mm -hmm. in it it's good um and they won their first
1: show good for them i'm so proud uh i'm just proud of people when they make their dreams (laughs) come true um when they reach milestones in their careers good job that's on your timeline now. Good job. <laughs> um, another thing that we should probably talk about, because I feel
0: like I've seen a tweet or two, is like we've these enlistments, they just keep on coming. Yep. They keep Everybody's on coming. Everybody's got to go
1: to the mm-hmm. army this year. It's and you crazy. and I have been like joking for a really long time when is Schumann going to go to the army? Because he is. The same age? No, he's, he's older year. than Mino. Oh no, no. I was gonna say he was <laughs> oh. the same age as Jinky, but he's one year younger than Jinky. Schumann and I are the same age. Okay. Um, but yeah, he is older than Mino, and he's older than Key as well, who also <laughs> already went. Um, so we were just sort of laughing, like, when is he twiddling our thumbs, like, when's he gonna go? He's finally there. Um yeah. he enlisted, I don't remember the day, but from when we're recording this, it was like a couple of days ago. Yeah. They had a little goodbye fan meet for him. Yes, and
0: I wanted to bring that up because one of the things, I think you talked about it last week when we were talking about our trip, is that like the EXO section of the SM store was like cleaned out with the exception of some Schumann stuff. Mm -hmm. And we felt bad, like, oh, he's left behind. But two people that I follow on Instagram uh, that like live in Korea tried to go to that fan meet because it was like a first come, first serve, get tickets thing or whatever. Mm -hmm. And like thousands and thousands of people showed up and they like oh, didn't they didn't all get in the people I followed like didn't get in and like went to a Norebang yeah. instead but like so many people showed up to try to go to his goodbye fan meet so like good. don't feel bad he is loved. I
1: mean I know that he's well loved <laughs> I just also know like yes he's of course he's well loved but he is also overlooked like, right no that's that's undeniable true. but anyway they had a fan meet for him and EXO like showed up and surprised him halfway and through and really came cute. of course well that to the fan meet? Oh, me. to the, oh no, I'm sorry. I got goodbye. confused. Please. No, no, no. Still talking about the fan, fan me. Means. Yes, EXO came out. Yeah, because it was just Schumann, so and so it was kind of like Mino's, like, best choice. Except right. Mino, like, toured with that. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. was just a one-time thing. But Schumann did, like, an EXO medley and, like, a couple other things, and then the rest of, like, the other seven members of EXO came out and surprised him, and they called Lay. They called Lay, <laughs> And it was, oh my God, I was dying! That's, like, the most ot 9 content I've I've had in years. Yeah. yeah. It's been a long time. Oh <gasps> yeah. But it, it was, was really very cute. cute. It was very sweet. Um, and then, and then like the next day he went off and that's when Chang. That's was what yeah, that, yeah. I was just trying to say that. Mm-hmm. Like, Chug now seems, now that he's back, he seems to
0: be like the professional SM sender offer. <laughs> like he's going to everybody's like enlistment yeah. bye-bye's. Like everyone. But he's so also like cute.
1: besties with Mino and with Schumann. So it does make sense that he would be there for him. Yes. Um, but yeah, you're right. He's like the chaperone now. It's very um, cute. The designated good salute. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but I gotta say, like now that we've had so many of these enlistments like recently, like you know what? It's just not, it's not making me sad like I thought it would. Like, I feel like we got some tweets that were like, Shoebiddy's leaving, like, XO, no. Mm -hmm. And I get that, but also, like, Jinky's already been enlisted for six months. Like, hey guys, this shit flies. Like, we don't have to be so sad. I
1: see more updates about Jinky now than I ever did before he was in the army. It's insane. (laughs) Like, it's insane how many, I used to get daily updates from those, like, little letters or, like, news things that the, the soldiers ride every day. Oh my God. It was insane. And now
0: that he's in that musical, you see musical. him every day. Mm-hmm. To and from the van, pictures of the curtain call. Like, he he's... Out. He's, yeah. he's around. And I see and-
1: pictures of Mino and I see pictures of Key. Literally today Boa posted pictures with Key cuz she was visiting him and she was like, "Ah, um, but love you. Like see you. I promise to visit soon." And and he looks, which is adorable. He's glowing. He, he looks, looks better so than he ever has. He's, he's like the prettiest soldier in the whole like, "Oh my he's god, he's so a, well rested." He's the sunshine. He looks amazing. <laughs> he looks amazing. Um Yeah, so these military enlistments are like really not that much of a bummer. It's not as bad as I thought it would be. So as Dio said, like, calm down, it's not like he's going to another country, right? (laughs) And on that EXO note, it
0: really seems like at least Sehun and Chanyol are teasing some crazy shit. Like, ugh. They're
1: up to no good. They are (laughs) up to no good. (laughs) That's all I have to say about that. They're up to no good. Yeah, Tonyol showed his
0: truest (laughs) self because Sehun just posted – okay, so he just posted a picture on his Instagram of like – the grill of a car and like, and like two legs and boots like leaning like, like, like two people clearly
1: leaning yeah. on the hood of the car. Contextless. But all you can see is
0: like knees and boots. Contextless. Nothing. Could
1: just be an art Didn't photo. have a caption. Nothing. Sehun's Instagram is like abstract bullshit anyway. Yeah. So he could have just like left it. Left it. But Chanyol comes into the comments, "No,
0: you have to delete this. you are not going to get you." Literally, no one would have known you, attention whore. No, no one, one asked, known, and no one—no one asked you, Chan-yong. <laughs> Sit down. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So like, and apparently they're here in town somewhere. I yeah. feel their
1: fuckboy energy radiating <laughs> in the air. I could tell it was humid today. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's here somewhere with his white hair. At least it's not orange anymore.
0: Yeah. Oh, that was so The yucky. orange was
1: bad. But whatever.
0: Um, ooh, speaking of fashion, I feel like a thing I should mention, um, just to get my feelings on record. Lay <laughs> got to go to the Met Gala this year. Yes, he did, which is a fantastic honor. And he was like with he but he wasn't showing up like alone on the red carpet, like hello, it's me, Lei He was like with a group of like seven, like very diverse modely people showing yes. up as Valentino's crew. Yeah. Anyway, his suit was horrible, and I'm really, really upset about it.
1: (laughs) Not one piece of it was tailored, and it fit him. It hung on him like a potato sack. Yes,
0: and they they had the fucking gall on all their social media to be like, this custom suit was made for Lay, and it was like, no way. No No way is that custom. It bunched around his feet, which had sneakers on them.
1: It bunched (laughs) around his feet. The legs were so long. They were baggy, which is why. And the suit itself, it was small in the shoulders, but really big in the waist. And it was double breasted, which is not flattering on anyone. Mm -mm. Ugh. No. It was horrible. It was so horrible. It was an atrocity. Valentino has been doing him dirty, and I don't appreciate it. I don't appreciate it either. Like, it's not fair. I want... He's a beautiful person who looks beautiful in so many different clothes. Like, put him in good clothes. You... 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 Yeah. So,
0: anyway, I'm proud of him, but I just, like... I was so excited to, like, hype him up. Like, mm-hmm. in my dreams, he showed up in, like, a cape and like looked amazing. And then I could share it all over my Twitter to
1: my in real life friends and be like, look, look at my mans. But once no. upon a time, Valentino did dress him well because at that his own events. Yeah. That gorgeous fuchsia coat. Yes. And he and had the chain like, glasses yes, the chain. And he looked so elegant and absolutely stunning. And he's never looked that good in Valentino again. Ever and that again. was from like three years ago. Yeah. I don't know. It feels like a lifetime. They ago. do him dirty and I don't like
0: it. <sighs> But anyway, I'm proud of him anyway. And he looked so upset at every video I saw of him at a party. Like, (laughs) less. Bless him. Bless him. Cause he was just like I saw like him Aww. in like Diplo's Instagram and stuff, and it's like Kylie Jenner is like dancing, and then he's just like, Oh my god, he just looks like he, he'd rather be anywhere else. He's just a shy boy. He doesn't like big wild American parties. They make him scared. He does
1: not like to party, that <laughs> is for sure. I think that's a symptom of him working too hard, and he should party, but yeah. he's there all alone. He needs a bro. Yeah. Yeah, he, he needs, needs to his, be back with he his, needs bros. All his bros. He needs his ex-bros. Ugh,
0: that's my that's my like secret, my secret wish that I'm like putting out into the universe is like the fact that they called him at Schumann's thing and like, you know, SM is like promising like there might be some XOE things happening this year. Like, even if it's just a subunit, I would like kill to just see him with any of them. I even know. for a moment.
1: It would be nice if we even just like saw him at their events. Like when CBX came out last year with Blooming Days, he went to one of their stages, but we didn't get to see any pictures. No, because they it. can't take like, pictures.
0: So all the fans were like, we saw Leahy came out on stage, but like they take your phones away when you go in there. So nobody could I take know. any pictures just of Just let it. us
1: see him together. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fair. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, well, Okay. That sigh will lead me into another point on my checklist uh, that a listener asked us to address. And that is that EXID Mm -hmm. is... Uh not disbanded because nobody does not that anymore.
1: Disbanded and they like specifically are have they are having a comeback um, yes. on May 15th.
0: Yes. And somebody asked, the person who asked us was like, wait, can you talk about it after it comes out and recording schedule-wise? No, no. we can't. <laughs> so we're t- warning you, we're telling you now so that all of you can stream it and appreciate it. But like mm-hmm. they are doing what happened is Hani and Jonghua have decided not to. To renew their contracts. Yes. And so now, the girls' generation precedent that has been set now... Probably thanks to like what happened to Tiara is that people seem to make it that like if you leave, you're not allowed to say our group is disbanded. Like
1: mm-hmm. we
0: can legally get back together if we want to, but we've yet to see anybody actually do
1: that. They all have just said, like, but we could. Well, this though is the first time that the that they would continue afterward, right? Because it the has it's contracts like it's not are not up renewed. Yet.
0: I think this si- this single is, like, the last one, mm. and then it's, like,
1: Oh, I over, see. I see. Which I is see. what
0: I think Sistar did, but Sistar, like, disbanded. They yeah. put out a final thing and said, and that's the end of Sistar. Right. But now I feel like everyone's very afraid to say that it's the end of things, so they just don't.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see.
0: We'll see. But... It's like, it's kind of, it's like a little bittersweet. I feel like I'm just mad. I just feel
1: bad that girl groups just seem like they can't. They Why just can't? don't they have, just have the longevity <laughs> that other, gr- that boy groups do. And it's a shame because EXID is a very good girl group. Like mm-hmm. they have consistently throughout their career had like, at least, you know, once they really got started, like have consistently been hits. Their styles very fo- well formed. Yeah. I think they're like a group who like knows who yeah, they are. what they are. Um, but yeah, it's it's too bad. I do hope though that at the very
0: least, just because I think it would be cool, is that Hani has said before that cause she has like a master's degree or like she has like a she's very educated and she would she said that she would like to become a psychologist and like help mm. idols. Like she wants wow. to be like an idol therapist. And I think it would be really neat if oh that's God, what that she was quitting amazing. to do but there's also a very good chance she's just quitting to do TV more. But I don't know. We'll see, but I think that would be so cool. That would be really cool. Yeah. Wow. Goals. But this song, the teasers are cool. They're all wearing wedding dresses in the teasers, which is very intriguing. And the song sounds I'm I'm curious as to what. Teasers the song will are
1: be like. never I feel like I know. are truly never a good gauge as to what the song is going to sound like because a, it's like 15 seconds long. Right. B, it could be from any part of the song. True. And sometimes they choose the, like to take a piece of the track, like one of the layers of it or whatever, and then the actual finished song has like two additional yes, instrumental yes, yes. layers on top of that one that was featured in the teaser. So totally. you never fucking know.
0: That's true. And sometimes they also put another song from the album in the teaser. True. Like, you never know. Very but true. anyway, when this episode is out, it's out. So mm-hmm. pause it and go watch the XID video. Right now, I guess, (laughs) is my point. Um, But yeah, I wish them all luck in the future. It's just like, it's a bummer. Why can't things just go on forever? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Here's the next thing on my list that I just wanted to shout out because I must. Uh, It was Hyuna and Edon's three-year anniversary (laughs) the other day, which is so cute. Um, and if you're not following P Nation on Instagram yet, like... Get on it. Get on it. They've been posting, like, the best, like, videos. Like, these really cool behind-the-scenes videos of all of their, like photo shoots and they're very very sweet and I'm just really
1: excited my personal favorite behind the scenes video has so far has been one of just Sai and Hyojong and Sai has his arm around Hyojong and they're taking pictures together and Sai has this really cheesy like huge grin and Hyojong looks like very serious he's like mean mugging the camera and Sai out of the corner of his eye like sees that Hyojong is mean mugging and so he's like like, change your expression (laughs) change your expression and he looks (laughs) and then and he gets so serious it
0: falls his face like falls he's such a good comedian That that's yeah.
1: he's so funny he's fantastic and um and I just love the way he loves Kyojong I know <laughs> his like son he's just took, really taking care of him and it's really cute
0: I haven't seen the pictures but it's in one of the behind the scenes videos like they took pictures where like size in a chair and the girls are in their hot dresses on either side of him and he has Hyojang just like perched on his lap <laughs> like a little baby <laughs> It's the cutest. <laughs> um, also, his hair is like turquoise right now, mm-hmm. which I don't know if that means comeback or if he's just bored he He's been—he's changed
1: his hair so many times. I know. In the past few months, it's—it's it's not have, necessarily indicative of anything.
0: No, it's not. But I have—I have theories. I have hopes about how who's gonna come up, like a uh, debut. Who's gonna come first, out first from P Nation? I think. I feel like it would be a good idea to put Hyojong first mm-hmm. because everybody else has like more clout than him mm-hmm. and that maybe it would just be like a good intro and I liked your reasoning the other night that you think it would go Hyojong, Jesse, Hyuna, Sai yeah. to like just build to like
1: the yeah. ultimate
0: whatever but Yana has schedules for like the next couple of months like she's performing at water bomb and like some other festivals and she according to the dance video she's been putting on instagram it seems like she got the rights to all her music back at least a few songs oh it's so exciting <laughs> so yeah summer cute on summer i'm ready let's go happy anniversary i love you guys um you had um, an adventure this weekend on a new social media service. Yeah, is the, this only,
1: true? <laughs> the only piece of news that I've been catching up with is that um, I recently created a Weibo account, um, which is like basically the Chinese version of Instagram. But it's more like if you combined Instagram and Twitter, because you can just make text posts. Right. Like it doesn't have to be photos as well. Um but yeah, I made it. I actually, this is the second time that I've made a Weibo account because the first time I did it was when we were investigating the disappearance of Yanan, and I was right. trying to like hunt down what was Wayne happening. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but over the weekend, I saw um, I saw a photo on Tumblr of June and Yanan and Minghao all together. Mm-hmm. This is what started it, and Yanan had posted it on his Weibo account that was like, "Long time no see, friends." And because I love the that trio, I was like, oh, my God. And I made me realize that Minghao has not posted anything in Instagram in, like, a really long time. Oh. So um, I started, like, <laughs> searching through, through Tumblr for Weibo posts. And Minghao had posted this unbelievably beautiful video for Mother's Day of him and his mom dancing on a riverbank. And it was just, like, it's too nice. It's so nice. He's just such a sweet and beautiful... <laughs> Classy gentleman. <laughs>
0: Classy I, gentleman.
1: He's my softest bias. And because of him, I now follow him on Weibo, and I made a Weibo account. Um, there is an international version. The translations are so-so. I have <laughs> a automated username that I cannot figure out how to change. It has some Mandarin symbols in it and a bunch of numbers. Oh, no. <laughs> and I follow five people. Uh, okay, who June, are June. Minghao, Yanan, Lei, and Ten. Wow,
0: where did that picture of Lei and um, Minghao d- come from?
1: Oh, that came from Minghao's uh, Weibo account because Cute. they were on um, whatever that the produce produce ripoff. Chinese show is. Yeah. Wow, very exciting. And it's just they post on it a lot. But all five of them do post on it quite often. And it's just, like, sweet, and there's a lot of bromance on it, and they're all very soft and cute. And it's, like, a very, very pleasant place to be. Wow. That's really nice.
0: I've always been very intimidated by Weibo. I, like, assumed that it was country-locked. Like, I always assumed that it was, like, just for China and that you couldn't access it otherwise. And that's why people
1: Mm -hmm. shared
0: Weibo posts like have Twitter accounts for like
1: I think that they have recently expanded it Uh. because I remember when I made my first account um, when over the summer when we were like searching for Yanan. I it was only in Mandarin and it was very difficult to navigate and ultimately ended up being a dead end for me because I couldn't find anything like it was all in Mandarin and it was impossible Mm -hmm. like I could download it on my phone. But none of it was in English. So searching for anything was impossible. But then when I made, when I downloaded it a couple days ago, there's an international version of the app now. Um, so I don't know how new that app is or if it's just like, or I don't know, if it's uh, like a recent illegal. update or something. No, it's definitely not illegal. It's not like a no, no, mirror no. or something? No, it says like Weibo International. Oh, okay. Well, then
0: good. Then yeah. they're... Then they're- trying to be more inclusive yeah so good
1: for Weibo it's for real
0: (laughs) because yeah the only thing I remember about is like when I learned about Weibo a couple of years ago it was like no one in China is allowed to use anything so they have to use Weibo but no one else is allowed to use Weibo it's just for China like Mm. that probably was the thing at a point
1: yeah probably um but 10 posts a lot in English which is nice Mm -hmm. for me (laughs) Um, yeah um but yeah it's lovely.
0: Well, that's great. Uh, if any of you listeners are uh, Weibo people, and there's someone else or other people that maybe Angelica should be no, following. No, I don't need anyone no. You else. don't need anyone else.
1: Okay, <laughs> never mind then. She doesn't want it. Nope. That's all I need. My um, little international babies. <laughs> cute. Um, okay. Well, I think that's all.
0: Catch up. Spicy takes anything else that I had to say about everything that we missed since we were gone. I think. It's all I had. Okay. Then we will move on. So today, we're going to give you just a little bitty history lesson, some context Mm -hmm. to the fact that we have mentioned several times on the last 61 episodes of this show that sometimes the Korean government pays for K-pop. Like, what does that mean?
1: Yeah, there's (laughs) there's a certain financial and legislative support that the k-pop industry gets from the korean government and today we're breaking down what exactly that is and how it came to be yes um so let's start with the how did this came to be and go back in time
0: for a little bit um i can't remember why or when we would have brought this up before but a refresh in 1997 there was a massive financial crisis in asia it was like started in thailand and then it just like spread from there like panic. People mm-hmm. pulling money, stock market crashing is very bad. Mm-hmm. Korea had to take out like a huge loan from the International Monetary Fund, mm-hmm. which they found very shameful and wanted yeah. to correct as soon as possible. Um, I believe the crisis
1: is called the International Monetary Well, Korea Fund calls crisis, it that, right? Because oh, okay.
0: because as one of the books I read pointed out, like, that was the worst part of it, was that they had mm, to ask had for to money. So that's what they frame it around. Fair like enough. Like, that time we had to take out a loan. Um, But, like, how, you know, how are they going to bounce back from this? Because, like, at the time... Like, Korea didn't have any exports. They don't, Mm. like, it's not a big country, so it's not like they're, you know... They weren't known for anything. They
1: didn't really have a place on the world stage. Yeah,
0: and they also, like, you know, one of the things that countries sometimes do to make money is, like military stuff like weapons manufacturing Mm -hmm. or whatever, but Korea is not allowed to do that because of the U S like we have weird sanctions on them and Mm -hmm. they're not allowed to do stuff unless we say so. So that was off the table. Um, and then at the time like their two biggest corporations that sort of kept the economy afloat were Samsung and Hyundai. But at the time both companies were just like making cars, making TVs, making like clothes. Like they were just very diversified and made like Mm -hmm. all kinds of crap. And it was crappy crap, like it was not good quality. So it they felt kind of like stuck, like, we're going to get out of this hole. And then uh, in February 1998, there was a new president who was going to be coming in. And his name was Kim Dae-jung. Mm-hmm. And what he did was like completely unheard of in that he hired a PR firm for the country, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is really weird. Um, but like he was very inspired by... How much America and the UK, how much money they made from entertainment, from movies, from music. From like that kind of stuff. Yes. So before
1: he became the president, he'd actually, because of like political opposition in Korea, he had been exiled from the country. Really? Yes. This is exciting. I love this. So So. he had been exiled and originally sentenced to death, but then it was renegotiated to like 20 years of exile. So he lived in the US for a significant for like his entire exile. And while he was in the US, he became very inspired by the way that the US government government invested in the auto industry and the banking industry and he sort of looked at like the reputation of the United States and thought like his main goal in hiring a PR firm later like when he became president and then ultimately like reshaping the funding of the government Was because he wanted he wanted to create a 21st century version of America in the 20th century, meaning like that way that America was so cool that you would buy anything they made just because they made it. Right. So it's this idea of like if you promote Korean culture, you promote this any culture, then the exports of your goods and goods and services will increase because people will just like your country. They'll just associate
0: it with coolness. Exactly. They'll be
1: like, oh, America is super cool. So their jeans I want their jeans. I want their Hollywood. What what culture? Whatever you're going to yeah. sell me? Like yeah, yeah. So this PR
0: guy wrote a book that was called Korea on course and open for business, <laughs> and it was arguing that like Korea had been shut off to the world for a very very long time, and understandably so because they'd been invaded so many times. Sure. So like of course they're you know wary to like mm-hmm. let other people in, but it was like the only way to save this nation is to just like make like get other people to come here and buy our stuff and mm-hmm. like we have to spread out um and he, they argued that the best way to do this was through entertainment because only time and talent are required to create entertainment like
1: Fair. you don't need you don't need other resources you don't need like fuel reserves right. or whatever just oil need fields. fields talented people So um, that's
0: where this all sort of comes to be. And like just for history's sake, because it's interesting to go back to Samsung and Hyundai. One of the things they did during this time was be like, okay, we have to focus. So Samsung became an electronics company and Hyundai decided to only make cars. Mm -hmm. And that's how they are the like massive corporations corporations that that they are are today. (laughs) Um, uh, So. One of the things that this president did is that there had always been a ministry of culture, like, Mm -hmm. as long as there had been, like, Korean democracy. Yeah. It
1: existed in some form since 1948. Right. Um, But
0: he wanted them to uh, make—this committee to make, like, rules that Mm -hmm. were going to sort of guide— everyone into propping up like Korean entertainment.
1: Yeah. It was meant to invest and support in the entertainment industry, both financially and also legislatively. Right.
0: So some of the legislative things that they did was like cracking down on pirating so Mm -hmm. that people were making money off their stuff. They also had uh, percentages rules for like movie theaters where movie theaters, you know, need to play 70 percent. Korean movies, mm-hmm. not foreign movies right. or whatever, to prop up the Korean uh, film industry. And one of the craziest things that I, just the logistics of it blow my mind, is that they created rules that like norebangs and like cafes have to pay royalties to play the music mm-hmm. so yeah. like whatever people choose to sing in the norebang like actually then makes money for those artists which is so yeah
1: it's so crazy to me yeah and all of the karaoke bars have to like report their numbers as well they have to say like these songs were played this many times mm-hmm. and then based on those numbers yeah they pay out to the artists it's really that's pretty wild but
0: i thought it was interesting to know that there are because there are like three types of norebangs there's like The ones that don't sell alcohol, and these are the ones that are subject to these rules. Mm -hmm. But norebangs that serve alcohol or have sexy girls in them or whatever, those are, like, overseen by, like, the alcohol, tobacco, like... Uh Sure. Whatever. Like, the shady... The, the vice The slightly industry. shadier <laughs> right. departments. So it's only the family-friendly norebangs
1: that are, like, subject to, like, this... Interesting. Uh, Interesting stuff. distinction. I also read that some of the government, like, once they decided to make this shift, and so, like, in... Um, in 1990 when it became or 1998 when it became the Ministry of Culture and Tourism specifically and like took this new path mm-hmm. they also invested in they built the concert auditoriums like in Seoul so mm-hmm. they invested millions of dollars into building new auditoriums they also invested money into refining the hologram technology yes so like us being able to see school Oz is thanks that to was this Ministry of too. Culture and Tourism which I think is just amazing yeah
0: <laughs> Because one of the things that we, like, don't talk about on the show very often, but is a big piece of this, like, culture and how you wave and whatever is, like, video games and video game Mm -hmm. technology specifically. So, like, yeah, they invest in, like, people... Like, uh, in the this book I read, they were talking about how, like, in the actual office or whatever, it seems like, a, like the Ministry of Culture is, like, a very stern, like, white, serious lab where people are, like, trying to figure out the science mm-hmm. of, like, cool shit. Yeah. Like, it's very weird. But they, like, invest a lot in, like, lasers and cool fireworks and, like— Video screens and holograms
1: and like whatever that but will make like entertainment. breaking down formulas to figure out what is cool. What is cool? <laughs> These like sociological trends broken down into algebraic formulas. Yeah, I don't know, that's what I imagine. It's- I have no <laughs> concrete proof that that's how it works, but it works. Um,
0: and so, um, I was trying, I've always wondered about the money, and of course, it's hard to get like actual mm-hmm. figures about the money because nobody yeah. wants to talk about that stuff. But from what I gathered is that the actual like department. Of, or the now it's called the Ministry of Culture, Sports and Tourism yeah. and it has like 60 divisions that mm-hmm. all work on hella specific stuff. Um but that there's like it, as of 2013 there was like a 50 million dollar budget for this department and then they allocate their funds as they see fit. But from what mm-hmm. we understand like K-pop companies or whatever get their like government stipend every year. I don't know yes. how they decide who gets what or how much money they get. Mm-hmm. But That happens.
1: Yes. So, like, (laughs) part of this budget is allocated for a category called that's just called Mm Hollywood. So you can get some information about like how much money was given to that particular department but the government doesn't release itemized breakdowns and one of the sort of like slight controversies with this government funding is determining what makes up Hallyu and Mm -hmm. like how much each division of Hallyu like gets so for example like the k-pop industry is one part of the Hallyu wave but so is like the fashion industry and the food industry and the beauty industry and so those Different industries have all had like lobbying groups trying to lobby the department for like more money. Right. And the main argument is that they give too much money to K-pop and they like don't support right. the other divisions of Hollywood enough.
0: Yeah. Another thing I was reading was saying on because of that, like because K-pop gets all of the attention that like like we talked about in our commercials episode, like corporations have realized like uh, my book called it One Hand Washes the Other like when it comes to like K-pop is that people realize that if they put money in K-pop like that they will get it back. Like Mm. it's a, it's like a good investment for everybody that like if Baskin Robbins pays Big Bang to be in their Baskin Robbins commercial like then everybody wins. Both companies make money. So it's like people have to like get their hands into K-pop because like that's where all the resources do go to.
1: It also is, Argue Like from a marketing perspective, the easiest way to get your product out to a wide audience. Oh, yeah. Because
0: people, there are people like a glued audience Mm -hmm. who will watch it, whatever it is you want them to
1: see. And there's kind of already a guaranteed like selling point because, you (laughs) know, if you get a big enough name, like if. BTS puts their name on a t- on a cell phone like you know a guaranteed like least million people will buy that cell phone yeah. or whatever however much it is like just because it says BTS on it or even the things
0: where it's like oh so and so was seen walking into music bank like drinking this kind of tea and mm-hmm. then like now everybody wants it and then it. the tea sells out or whatever <laughs> yeah right um but uh back to the money thing i thought this was interesting is that like so we said there is this government fund where people are like getting their government grants mm-hmm. but the government also puts like 20 to 30 percent of the total budget into the korean venture investment corporation Uh, which is just, like, a massive investment firm that's, like, got money from the government and from corporations and private funders and international funders and anybody who wants to Mm. put their money in this investment pool. Um, From what I read, they put most of the money into movie production because that's the Mm. thing that costs the most. Sure. Um, But nobody knows, like, how much K-pop or stuff is funded with this because it's just venture capital. It's billionaires throwing... They just throw the money at stuff and see what sticks. But... And it's their own money. So they don't really have to report to anyone what they did with it or how much they (sighs) spent or got back. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's their problem. Um, But it was just interesting because K-pop, as opposed to like other entertainment industries, is a very long game without Mm -hmm. promise of returns. Um, Which is, I think, why so many in, like, of these groups we've seen, like, in our random game or whatever, these little bitty companies that just, like, fold because you're basically putting money into, like, a kid for, like, seven years just, like, like Mm. this book I read. And
1: hoping that seven years later they'll be popular. Yes,
0: this book I read said that you're just basically, like, paying, you are paying to be a babysitter for a very long time and then, like, hoping that the baby... Will make you your money back, mm-hmm. and a very huge amount of time they don't. Yeah, which is why all of those things fold. <laughs> yeah, um, which is a bummer. But yeah, it's like it's a it's not a easy. People have patience when it comes to K-pop because it takes time. If you do
1: it right, the mm-hmm. time pays off for you. But it could also sink it could you also really yeah, hard easily. And even if you do make it big when you debut, there's no guarantee of your longevity, as we mentioned at the beginning of this episode.
0: Yeah. um, And then one interesting, like, shady, for sure shady thing that we know happened um, is when uh, the former president Park Hyun-hae, like, went to jail she was the president. She was very corrupt. They threw her out. She is in jail now. They discovered that she had a 60-page blacklist that had 9,473 names on it of, like, artists and whatever who were blacklisted from receiving their government funding because they have cri- they had criticized her before. Um, there was one K-pop group on it, Hotshot that's why we knew Hotshot I knew their name sounded
1: familiar Hotshot right? I thought it was Hotshot hold on I had a I because had a list we've before. mentioned the blacklist once before at least. I don't remember when or why or in what episode. Me either. But I know that we've talked briefly. about Twenty
0: four K was on the blacklist. That's who it was. Oh, okay, okay. But was, I still
1: think Hotshot's name sounds familiar. And therefore, somebody it is still told us. Me.
0: Somebody messaged us. Uh, Timoteo from Hotshot is one of Taming's best friends. Yeah, if that but I helps. don't think that that's why. I don't I think would, it does either. I would know that. But former. Random game group, 24K, was the only yes. K-pop group on this massive list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was mostly, like, I performance that. artists and, like, theater, like, play people who were yeah. writing art about the president is right, bad. Right, right, But nobody knows why 24K was on this list. Like,
1: Yeah, but it was included in their Wikipedia page. I remember when we got them in the <laughs> random game. Like, maybe that's why we brought this up. Yeah. Because we got them in the random game. But
0: yeah. yeah. But anyway, yeah, she had a blacklist. (laughs) So there were a bunch of people who weren't getting their art funding like Mm -hmm. they were promised because the president didn't like it. But it's also weird because she Yeah. I this the book that I got a lot of this information from, The Birth of Korean Cool by Yuni Hong. I've mentioned it before, was written like when she was not disgraced and Mm -hmm. was like still the president. And they talked about how she like increased the funding for the Ministry of Culture like tenfold. And it was like five billion dollars. Like wow. She had put a whole bunch of money into it. Um and uh, yeah, it she didn't get to reap the benefits. But yeah. everybody else
1: did. Put a whole bunch of money in it so that she could control who got it.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Um, but I mean, a lot of people do definitely like criticize this as a as a thing, like, um, and say that, you know. K-pop is only popular because the government, like, forces people to like it. But, like, one government official, like, defended themselves and said that, like, this isn't up to the government. It's up to the people to Mm -hmm. buy the thing. Like, we are just helping. We're just pushing them along a little bit. Um, Because they also, the government is also responsible for, like, censoring K-pop. And, Mm -hmm. like, the child protection laws are super, super vague. Um, so, it like I think we've talked about this before, but they get applied
1: very unfairly. And the yeah. things that get pulled from TV and radio, like, there's no consistency to there's it. There's no all. rhyme or reason. It seems very random. Um, so, yeah, there's like also this weird controlling hand that sometimes the government plays into it. But also, I feel like, I mean, first of all, the claim that the government is forcing people to like it is just silly because, like, how? Yeah, you do can't you force make people someone laughing. to like it. But, um, but I don't know. I think personally, I feel like. like. Like it's pretty genius Mm -hmm. to invest in this soft power that is relatively it is a relatively harmless industry when you compare it to the U.S. backing of the auto industry, which has like wreaked havoc on the planet. The U.S. investment in the banking industry, which wreaked havoc on the U.S.'s economy. And then you have like, okay, well, let's invest in the entertainment industry. And like it's much better than, you know, major crises are not, (laughs) you know, are not a domino effect of making K-pops. So, (laughs) yeah, at least so far, at least so far.
0: (laughs) Um, And then I just had to like as a button on this, like to say, like, did it work? I think we can objectively say that it did work. um, And just like one figure. I wish I had more updated figures. But in 1998, when this was all starting, Korea said that they had 300,000 tourists that year that Mm -hmm. came to Korea. Most of them were from China. But in 2014, 12 million people came wow. to visit so like that is a huge huge amount and I saw something the other day that said that like when they poll tourists in Seoul or whatever three out of ten of them say that BTS is the reason they came to Seoul and then like six out of or like three more out of ten just say K-pop in general so it's like hmm. K-pop is yeah. itself is just bringing so many people I mean we it's went why we to went. go <laughs> look at K-pop stuff so it works um and yeah, according to an article I read this week, K-pop is now a 5 billion dollar industry. So, I don't I find that hard to believe at all. I think they did it. I think they did too. Um, but yeah, I just thought it would be nice to talk about that someday. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm glad we got it out cuz this is all very like interesting, you know. I think it's interesting. I think it's interesting. <laughs> um, and it's, and it's it's nice that Korea like is supporting the arts because we've had a terrible time in the last like 15 years in america with them just constantly cutting arts and public tv and like mm-hmm. we don't care about promoting our art and hollywood has nothing to do with the yeah. government it's just like a it's couple completely of people getting very rich
1: yeah. by themselves yep 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 yeah so you go korea yeah wait up wait up yourselves invest. up
0: and be be a team
1: about it and it's thanks very because- yes I am very happy with the addition of K-pop in my life. Me too. I wouldn't have had it without Without you. The Ministry of Culture. (laughs) Thank Tourism. Ministry of Culture, Sports and and Tourism.
0: Tourism. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll be right back with our random game. Okay,
1: we're back. And we got a group called Snooper, a six-member boy group, Mm -hmm. which means higher than super. Um, they were formed by an entertainment group in 2015, where it was their first K-pop group for the label. Yeah, mid so. May Entertainment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, always a gamble when it's your very first one. Um, but let's see, they came out in 2015. Are they technically still together? I don't see a disbandment on here, but I also couldn't
0: find very much information about them at all anyway.
1: And yeah, their Wikipedia page is very sparse. It just lists the members and then lists their discography. It really doesn't have any information about their history or... Scrolling, scrolling
0: their member profile. A couple of them are Japanese. Hmm, but interesting. I like. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't figure it out. But according to this Wikipedia, they put out six albums. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, they've come out with a lot of different music, pretty consistently, like uh, one or two a year from 2015 to 2018, and three of four of those albums reached number four on the chart. So. Yeah, they're that's not. not so no bad. one. Um, but yeah, they have like a bunch of
0: singles that like did okay. Most of them seem to chart very uh, well in Japan. So maybe they are.
1: In, and it seems like lately, because in 2019, the only thing they've come out with has been Japanese. And it seems uh, like since 2016, they've been putting a lot of emphasis on their Japanese stuff. So maybe that's where their focus is now, especially if some of their members are Japanese.
0: Yeah very interesting yeah. but they like won they won
1: some awards in 2016 17 and 18 mm-hmm. Asia Artist Awards yeah they won two Asia Artist Awards two years in a row they won an Asian Model Award which I don't even know what that is but um, yeah let's just let's check it yeah, out I want to see this I want to see whatever music video we get uh, snooper very intrigued that's S-N-U-P-E-R yeah I spelled it with two O's and that was incorrect <laughs>
0: snooper alright view count let's see okay Oh, nope, that's a their most viewed video is a concert footage of them doing a cover of a Vietnamese song. Mm, so let's so, do Platonic Love. <laughs> okay, that was one go. of their singles. Here we go. <laughs> OK, uh, this has one point two million views. It was from three years ago. Platonic, platonic love. love released yeah. March 8th, 2016. Went to number 13. Looks glowy and it looks like there's nice smiley boys. So I'm ready. Here we Here go. Here we go. Is this not a roller rink? Uh, you yes, it is. it
1: is! A neon roller rink. Oh, it's so 90s. Yeah, it's
0: like, but it's like that glowy 80s, 70s. It's like disco glow.
1: <gasps> but with the little like VHS play, I guess it's more 80s. Yeah. <laughs> so they're in a roller rink and the boys are like dancing on stage or on the roller rink but also featured in like a vhs game it has like captions on it sometimes
0: yeah oh and they just made the girl they like zapped the girl away so it's also kind of a video game But I also feel like I've seen every single one of these outfits before. Like, oh, 100%. Out in like someone else's music video? I don't know, it's a very, uh it's familiar. Everything about this just feels familiar. The
1: outfits are very um, shiny view. Oh. One of them has pants, just like, that one is like oh, a Mino like exactly outfit. Oh, that's exactly the outfit. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, wow. That bucket had an overalls
1: has been done by Seventeen mm-hmm.
0: before.
1: Oh, the girl. That, is- yeah, that one is like BSS. Just do it. <laughs> Although I guess this would have come out before that.
0: I love this. This song even sounds '80s. It's very fun. Yeah. Yeah, this is cute. It keeps zapping the
1: girl away. <laughs> yeah, the special effects are weird. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> But the choreography is cute, and the boys are cute. They're very smiley. Yeah, they're very not trying to be broody.
0: They're just being cute and fun. Mm -hmm. Even though they're singing about platonic love, they're doing okay. Oh, they're cleaning up the (laughs) (laughs) world. They're mopping.
1: (laughs) These video game graphics are really cute. Very silly. Oh whoa! New suits, a new set. We're getting like a flat,
0: a very short flash of them, like in suits in a white room. There we go. <gasps> Key change. Oh. Key change and
1: whoa. outfit change. And there was, There's like, white the white suits, suits too.
0: too. Oh my god!
1: Ooh, we just turned it up. <laughs> 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 wow, the those nice. white suits. And the lining on these suits is so shiny. And the lining of the white suits is blue. It really pops. Wow, look at them go. Oh, look, they're actually on roller skates. Wow. The first time in this whole video. Wow.
0: Aw, cute. Snooper platonic love. That was was cool. Well, let's see if they come out with uh, anything else yeah. in the near future. Because if, if they've are if they already put out a Japanese album this year,
1: who knows? At least Korean a Japanese single. Become. I don't know if it was a full album. But good luck, boys, wherever you may be. Yeah. Cool. Snooper.
0: <laughs> oh, the first <laughs> the first comment on this YouTube thing says, The S in Snooper stands for stop sleeping on them. They deserve better. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I feel like maybe that's the reason I've heard the name of this group before is on those lists that people make on Tumblr all the time. of Like, these are the boy groups that no one pays attention to. Uh, and there's like always a few on the list. And maybe that's where I've seen their name a million times.
1: Maybe. That's why I know uptentions name. Yeah. Well, that was really good. Yeah. All right. Uh
0: it's weekly recommendation time. What do you have to recommend, girl?
1: My weekly recommendation is the newest song by NCT Wavy, which is their Chinese unit and the only sub-unit so far that I really care about. <laughs> um and their newest song it's called Take Off. Um and I really like it. I feel like it's because I feel I've said this before, but NCT their music is very loud for me sometimes. And it's like, I don't know. It's just not as melodic as I would like right. it. It's very noisy. Um, but this song is very melodic and I I like it a lot. Um, the music video is fun. It has a lot of like gratuitous 10 spotlights, which is my favorite. Um, And I like it. It's a fun dance and a good song. Yeah, it is a good dance and it is a fun song. Yeah. And I feel like Win Win's fans are finally being like served. They've been complaining forever about how overlooked he is. And he did that dance solo with 10. And I think he's the shirtless one in this. Yeah, in this I epi- did see in this you. episode in this music video I did see some funny tweets
0: about you know people being like give Win-Win lines give Win-Win this and then like picture of Win-Win shirtless like we didn't ask for this <laughs> like <laughs>
1: He didn't ask for this. It's not
0: what they wanted. That's it's true. It's not that's what true. they wanted. But he has limes, too. He has yeah. limes, too. So good for him. <laughs> um, my recommendation this week is kind of odd in that it's not really music, but it's a thing that I have found myself surprisingly enjoying lately. Um, and that is Shonu from Monsta X has a TV show on the M2 YouTube channel that's called Om Yum 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 <laughs> that is, with Nunu. He calls himself <laughs> Nunu on the show. And it's just a mukbang, like... Somewhat. It's just a eating in front of the camera show, um, but every episode is like a different topic. He either goes to a restaurant or they bring something to him, and he'll just like eat the food and talk about it, and then the second half is what they call, I can't remember what they call it, call it but it's some kind of play on the word Michelin star, like... And that's when Shonu comes up with his own recipe for something. Where like, if it's the pork cutlet episode, then they give him a pork cutlet and like a bunch of other weird condiments and like stuff, and mm. let him try to make his own best version of the thing. Every episode is like thirty to a- minutes to an hour long. Like, it is a long show. It's, like, every episode is subtitled perfectly, and there's, like, a... It's edited really crazy, like, not quite in a Trixie and Katio way, like, 20% of that, but there mm. is a lot of, like, funny... Graphics. Because he sits in front of a green screen, so they, like, mm. do funny stuff behind him, or they, like, pull up old clips, and it's, like, I don't know, it's just really pleasant, and I never <laughs> thought I would like an eating show, like, that seems, like, not my deal, but I've just really been enjoying this one. Joan is a very good host, because he just like, I don't know, he's just real chill. And he's just like eating his food. And it's that just nice lovely. to hang out with him for an hour while he eats things that he likes. Oh, that's um, really cute. So that's my recommendation. Om <laughs> um, nom nom.
1: With new Nu. on M2. Nu <laughs> Nu. Um, wow. That's a cute nickname I didn't need to know that he had. <laughs> it is very cute.
0: And then on a on an episode, he had Wan Ho come on and he made him call himself Ho Ho for the episode because he was like, that's how my show works. He is a ho ho. <laughs> yeah, it's that's a very good thing <laughs> for him. Um all right, that's it for this week. Um, next week we're gonna do another group deep dive. Mm-hmm. I won't tell you who yet. You can guess in your mind who you think we might be talking about yet I want to leave some intrigue uh, so come back next week for that and if you want to get a hold of us in the meantime or follow along what we're doing we can be found on social media at Pod on Twitter and Instagram AMAKpoppod.tumblr.com for links sort of <laughs> at gmail.com if you want to send us an email and uh, that's all Bye bye. bye bye Chung Yan, your inspiration.